Dreamsofamedia.com presents... When will I learn? The answer to life's problems aren't at the bottom of a bottle. <laughs> They're on Noiseland Arcade. With Craig WK. He's just a little shy because I've tried to kill him so many times. And Sean, the arcade phantom. An underachiever. And yet he seems to be... How should I put this? Proud of it? They're violent and they distract you from your schoolwork. Well, time to hit the books. I'm Craig WK, and with me is my buddy, Sean the Arcade Phantom. Craig, are you ready to rock today? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could go for some rocking. Oh, hell yeah. Sean, what uh, what episode are we doing here today? Uh, we're doing This is Spinal Tap. Come on. Uh, are we? Uh, maybe? What? No? <laughs> no? Uh, okay, so we're doing the auto show. Yeah, released on April 23rd of 1992. Uh, in this youthful episode, Otto the bus driver crashes the school bus and isn't allowed to come back to work until he has an actual license, which leads the poor young man to rely on the Simpson family. Sean, what's what's going on in the world around April 23rd, 1992? Okay, so I'm going to bring up something that's really cool news, and that's kind of depressing news. Yeah? So a PC game is released on April 16th, 1992. Okay. Ultima 7. Ooh. Which Ultima 7 is the seventh game in the Ultima series. Our uh, buddy Metric on stage, who does uh, some stream uh, streaming on uh, Twitch, uh, is really into the Ultima series. At least he was. Yeah, I actually played some of the Ultima games with him in high school at one point. That's funny. Um, but the sad thing about it... Yeah? Ultima 7 started a trend in video games that I freaking hate. Wait, what's the trend? Ultima 7 has a sequel, Ultima 7 Part 2. Okay, that's just dumb. That started with this? I hate it. It's the first example I can find of it, and I hate it. I hate Final Fantasy X-2 as in a title. That's so dumb. Final Fantasy XIII-1, Final Fantasy XIII-2, Final Fantasy XIII-3. Oh, 3 doesn't have 13 in it. It's Final Fantasy Lightning Returns. But it's the third one. It's still stupid. Oh, it's a dumber (laughs) title than that, because it's just Final Fantasy Lightning Returns. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's kind of dumb and stupid, but it's kind of cool that Ultima 7 came out. Yeah, it is. So That's uh, neat. What kind of depressing shit's going on in the world? Because the oh, world's a living nightmare. Are we going to have more dead Nazis today? Uh, No, just dead innocent people. Oh. Oh. See, I kind of like dead Nazis because it's like, yeah, 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 I mean, dead Nazis I can live with. But, uh, yeah, so explosions rocked miles of Guadalajara, uh, one of Mexico's biggest cities. Uh, At least 129 were reported dead within the day. But as time went by, 252 were dead. Hundreds more were missing. About 15,000 were left homeless uh, from explosions in the sewers in the downtown of the city. So apparently zinc-coated iron pipes were built too close to a steel gas uh, uh, gasoline pipe. Uh, the human environment created an electro uh, electrolytic uh, reaction similar to like a zinc carbon battery, uh, and the pipes weren't built on an incline, like even though they should have been. They were built like with this uh, uh, like system where like the liquid could go through, but they weren't built to go downwards. So essentially, gas built up, and then when there was an accident, just the whole street just went like just exploded. Uh, Apparently, a company called Pemex 
uh, was charged with negligence, but they ended up getting away with it. And like what ended up happening, which is kind of weird, is Pemex was blamed for years and years about this. And finally, they they paid like a cash settlement. But they also added in, you know, we're doing this like as a charity. We're not doing this because we're at fault. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, bad, terrible things were happening over in Mexico, which is super depressing uh, at the time of uh, this recording. You know what the most depressing part about that is? What's that? Can you imagine a world without zinc? (laughs) Zinc. Come back, zinc. Oh, boy. I can't hear zinc without thinking of that scene. Yeah. I... I, I, it's funny you mentioned that because it didn't click in my head until you said it. Now it's like, oh, yeah, no, how did I not get that? But I'll tell you what, John, let's uh, go ahead and begin our episode. Yeah, this is Spinal Tap. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, Bart is wearing a Spinal Tap shirt, uh, and that's not exactly a made-up band. Kind of, sort of, is. Sort of. Uh, do you want to... Uh, Fill the listeners in now or maybe like after Spinal Tap is starting to fade out of the episode. We'll fill them in when they get introduced. Sure, sure. Because I've got a lot to say about that. Absolutely. So uh, apparently uh, this band Spinal Tap is having a world tour. uh, London, Paris, Munich, and Springfield. And Bart is going to his very first rock concert. And uh, Homer, uh, is, I think it's like, what, Patty and Selma, uh, Lisa, Marge, the whole family is pretty much there, and, and the ants are hanging out, uh, and uh, Homer's going to take Bart to his, in Millhouse, to their first concerts, and uh, uh, Homer still fits in his old concert uh, jacket. I love going to concerts, by the way. I'm not a huge concert guy. Oh, I am a huge concert guy. Th- this year is the least concerts I've gone to. I've only gone to one this year. Actually, it's a new year. <laughs> oh, oh, it's right. one last year um, because of things going on. Yeah. But man, do I fucking love concert experiences. I'm much like uh, when we talked about a, a few episodes ago with me in movies theaters. You like, just hate people. You just are a hateful, spite-filled man. Yeah. So? <laughs> I'd say that's wrong, but fuck you regardless. So uh, Homer reaches into his coat uh, coat pocket and he goes, Billy Beer! Uh, and that was a real thing. Yes, it was. Billy Beer was the uh, was a beer first made in the United States in uh, July of 1977 by the Fall City Brewing Company. Uh, it was promoted by Billy Carter, whose older brother Jimmy was the incumbent president of the United States. Billy Beer, Sean. We elected, we elected the wrong Carter. <laughs> And then in October of 1978, Fall City announced that it was closing after less than a year of Carter's promotion. Also, how skunked is that beer? Oh, super skunked. Oh, my God. Like it's got to be super, super gross. Well, maybe if it was never refrigerated. But, like, it, it's been enough time that it'd be skunked anyway, right? Even if it was never refrigerated. Or... Oh, yeah. It, it would have molded by now. <laughs> the the wheat in it would have molded. That's what uh, Homer's sucking down. Mold. Mm, mold. Uh, so uh, Marge is a little concerned, and, you know, she's like, Homer, she's like, you know, it, it's, I hope it's not too loud, you know, the spinal, the spinal taps play. And uh, Homer's like, Marge, I've been to thousands of heavy metal concerts, and my hearing's fine. And it cuts to, like, behind Homer looking at Marge, and Marge is, like, talking, and you can kind of hear her, and it's this weird, horrible ringing sound. And, like, it goes, on, like, her talking goes on for a few seconds, and Homer's like, I hear ya. And he leaves as uh, Patty and Selma laugh and call him Davy Crockett in his bald skin cap. <laughs> That's so mean. That is mean. Uh, 
Homer and Bart, uh, I like uh, both show disdain at the same time when Bill and Marty are talking on the radio about the spinal taps. When they're like, I guess the spinal taps are trying to tap into the youth of uh, Springfield, huh? huh? <laughs> yeah, sure, Marty. And then, <laughs> they like, you know, keep driving. I love Bill and Marty's banter every single time they're on. <laughs> it's so obnoxious. <laughs> they're such idiots. I love them. I. Uh, Milhouse shows up in a bitchin' sweet leather jacket Fuck and yeah, with no does. shirt. Milhouse is badass. Well, L- looks badass. Let's, let's quit calling him Milhouse. From now on, we're going to call him Thrillhouse. <laughs> so he got that leather jacket for 50,000 Bazooka Joe comics, which our listeners, if they're even a little bit younger than us, probably don't know what the hell that is. Really? I, I had Bazooka Joe gum the other day. It still exists. But does it have the comics? Yes, they're still the exact same comics from the 40s. I think he must have gotten an old piece, because from what I was reading online, they don't do comics anymore. How how crunchy was that gum? Did it cut your tongue and lips? A little bit. <laughs> so, uh, Bazooka Joe is a comic strip character that was featured in these little tiny comics that were put in individual pieces of Bazooka bubble gum that began in 1947. And uh, there used to be prizes and stuff. Like when you would collect them, you could turn them in and like get stuff. Kind of like uh, 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 Pepsi and Mountain Dew and Coke doing like the the bottle uh, caps contests. Oh, you're so innocent that you went to those and didn't go to cigarette companies. Well, I try. You're so innocent, Craig. I also don't smoke and I'm allergic to it. And uh, yeah, it's not around me. Come in on, my you're life. Marlboro Miles. Come on, bro. <laughs> no, thank you. So I, uh, you know. Bart and Milhouse uh, get out of the car at the concert, and uh, and you know Bart's like, you know, he's like, Homer, are you gonna be okay out here? And he's like, boy, some of the best times I've had were in the back seat of a car. And it cuts to like him at makeout point in the back seat. You can see it like the car shaking, and he's like, oh baby. And it's him eating pizza and a hot dog. He's double fisting. Homer's rocking it, man. Oh man. I, I wanted pizza and hot dog when I watched this episode. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, it was the same way. Uh, and so Milhouse and Bart wander off and go to the concert, and we see that uh, it's $32 for a shirt, which is honestly, you know, they're probably way more expensive nowadays, right? Like somewhere around like 50 bucks a shirt for a concert. It, it depends on the show you go to. Oh, so, okay. Um, I actually made note of this in 2019, so you'll have to forgive me because this is a month ago uh-huh. at this point. Um, I used to go and see a lot of different concerts, but one band I saw in concert a lot, upwards of 20 plus times, yeah. was My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah. And I remember going to see them, and this is old man Sean talking, when uh-huh. shirts were $15 or two for 25 Ooh. They had a picture of their merch table from their comeback tour. And the cheapest T-shirt was sixty-five dollars oh, that I saw. Lord. It was like Jesus. That's a lot. So it depends on the band and how popular you are. It's funny that you mentioned that though. With inflation, they would be about sixty-four dollars. The thirty-two dollars shirt. Yeah. Go figure. I. Uh, we also have a shirt of Spinal Tap kicking uh, uh, Muammar G- uh, Gaddafi in the butt. Uh, the timeless classic. I. Uh, well, uh, Muammar Gaddafi created a revolutionary group uh, in his, the military of uh, Libya and uh, had a coup in 1969 and took over the country. He ended up ruling until 2011 when he was killed. I was always kind of under the impression because of, you know, American propaganda that he was like horrendously evil and stuff. But some countries in Africa really hailed him as a, a big a, a guy who's big on like Islam and stuff. 
but you know, he was probably a little too strict, and I think he kicked out people of his country who weren't Islamic, weren't Muslim or whatever. So yeah, it's a little iffy. Uh, also, it seems like the guy advertising that shirt is the comic book guy, but he looks different. So comic book guy looks off in a couple different times in the series. He looked off when um, oh, Springfield almost had the nuclear meltdown in Homer Defined. Okay. And he looks just like that in that scene. So it is comic book guy, but it's an off model that they've used once or twice before. Yeah, it's probably something where they're just like, eh, whatever, just didn't give enough detail. And they just sort of, you know, whoever uh, animating it was just like, ah, whatever, fill in the lines. doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we have Bill and Marty, and uh, they're, of, you know, as as they will be later, a part of KBBL. And uh, they let uh, Spinal Tap know that they're one of the top 105 concert acts. So let's get into Spinal Tap now that we've got them on stage and in here. Yeah. So Spinal Tap is from the movie This Is Spinal Tap, a 1984 mockumentary directed by Rob Reiner, or no, written and directed by Rob Reiner. Mm-hmm. And it stars Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and somebody you might know from The Simpsons, Harry Shear. Now that name sounds awfully familiar. Yes, so Harry Shear is Principal Skinner. Uh, um, he's also Chalmers, uh, Ch- okay, Burns, Chalmers, Burns, and uh, Smithers, Smithers as well, right? He, yeah, he does all their voices like in one take, so he goes goes back and forth between them, which is amazing. Yeah, it's great. If you ever have a chance to watch him do it. But that's kind of why Spinal Tap shows up in this episode, because he's one of the members oh, of the band. Oh, so, I see. So they were able to use Spinal Tap because he's one of the actors in the old skit. Because it was it was old skits and then turned into a movie. Isn't that right? Or am I crazy? Yeah, but it was just a movie. It was just a movie. Okay. I, could, I didn't, couldn't remember if it was skits as well. Uh, but they do have albums. But mm-hmm. here comes the dark part of this is Spinal Tap. Uh-huh. So... So all of the actors were not paid a fair share for their work. Basically, the mm-hmm. studio, Vivendi, merchandised things off of Spinal Tap, like Spinal Tap shirts and things like this. Yeah. And they never paid the stars. Really? They only received $179 for, star- <laughs> for um, all these sales. Really? Yeah. So in October, 20- or October 17, 2016, Harry Shearer himself, Simpsons fame, filed a $125 million fraud law, breach of contract lawsuit against Studio Canal and Vivendi. Wow. Did they? Did he end up winning, or is it still going? Do we know? So, the case was settled out of court. We don't know how for how much. Okay, so they did pay him some money. Yes. Whether it was that amount or, or less, we're not sure. Wow. Interesting. But yeah, so all of that Spinal Tap merchandise that we were just talking about, those actors got screwed on it. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, so Bill and Marty uh, are talking with Spinal Tap, though, and uh, you know they're you know asking them questions, stuff, and they're like, after the Berlin Wall fell, the records uh, you know really sold on the dismal side of the Iron Curtain, uh, Bulgaria, Hungary, uh, you know, like. Uh, and they're like, you know, whatever, whatever, Gary. And uh, they're like, you know, I can't think of somebody who benefited more from the fall of, uh, you know, communism. And one of them was like, well, maybe except the people that live there. And they're like, oh, right. I didn't really think of that. And they're like, they're kind of just like, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they're kind of just like depicted as like airheaded, like kind of like, you know, musicians, right? Yeah, essentially. 
kind of goofy, you know. And uh, they, they uh, I like too that they're like, uh, Bill and Marty are like, you know, can you uh, do a promo for our show? And they're like, like oh, what? Oh, God. I love their promo so much. He's like, nobody rocks like KBBL. They're like, well, what if someone does? What if someone rocks just as hard or even harder? We don't want to look stupid. And they're like, how about Rock-A-Doodle-Doo? You're listening to KBBL. Yeah, all right. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> Which I love. It's just how stupidly ridiculous the phrase rock a doodle do is. And they're just like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, oh, also, uh, at the same time, Bart is uh, catching a frisbee and just slams it into this like stone dude's face. And when Bart's like, sorry, mister, the guy's like, what? And he's like, the frisbee. He's like, frisbee? <laughs> I, but I, after a little bit of time, the, uh, uh, you know, concert's about to begin, and Spinal Tap is talking with the manager. And they're like, he's like, there's water everywhere. This ain't the bleeding splish splash show. And uh, the guy's like, look, this is a hockey rink for like most of the week. And uh, uh, we, we can see that Springfield is just the worst and lazy and terrible at like everything that happens in the city. Uh, also, we see that Otto came with Snake. Yeah, they did. They're buddies. We, yeah. we learned that from when um, Otto's got some crazy friends who are going to go to the oh, party. right. That's right. Uh, and so uh, the, the show is sponsored by Duff Beer and Laramie Cigarettes. Uh, and uh, they start rocking. Spinal Tap comes out. They start playing. And, uh, you know, everyone's enjoying it. And uh, one of the members of Spinal Tap is like, we were just driving by Route 401. And Bart's like, I live like five miles from there. Uh, which, by the way, Route 401 uh, is uh, North and South Carolina. Huh. So the Simpsons is either in Michigan or North or South Carolina or upstate New York. Or, well, a lot of places. It just doesn't it's, make it's sense. It's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I also love the drummer. How, like, because uh, at one point, like, the, uh, the the giant inflatable, like, devil starts, like, like, pss, like airing out and stuff. And, like, as it gets closer to the drummer, he starts going crazy with the drums and, like, like hunched down low in, like, order to, like, hit all the drums. It's great. I, uh, But, uh, you know, Spinal Tap's having issues with the show. I... Uh, you know, like like at one point after this inflatable mess, I uh, you know they're like you know some people think that there are only like what is it uh, five uh, members five, of five tap. members of Spinal Tap, and they're like and there's a pause and they're like you're supposed to turn off the house lights. They were supposed to let the, the uh, people know that they were the sixth member, and he's like oh god you know they're just so pissed, and I uh, I uh, you know we have I I I. The laser light show begins, and one of the lasers hits one of the Spinal Tap members who falls over, and he's like, ah, and uh, they're like, good night, Springton, there will be no encores. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that was, the, I guess, the only other thing we missed is the fact that they were like, uh, nobody rocks harder, than we thought they rocked harder in Shelbyville. Boo. But nobody rocks harder than... Looks at the back of the guitar. <laughs> Springfield. Yeah. Good night, Springton. There will be no encores. Millhouse is like, they were only on for 20 minutes. And Snake looks to Otto and he's like, want to trust? Or no, uh, I think Otto even is like, gnarly show. And, he's, and Snake is like, want to trust the st- uh, stage? And he's like, 
Okay. <laughs> Otto's the best. And so well, you know what we need? Uh-huh. We need an episode dedicated to Otto. Well, it's funny you say that. This isn't a Spinal Tap episode? <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I have bad news about Spinal Tap in this episode. Oh, no. It's coming. Oh, no. So, uh, outside, we have Homer listening to Spanish Flea by uh, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. So, I couldn't get the statistics on this, mm-hmm. but I have heard on multiple DVD commentaries, Yeah, Spanish Flea is one of the most expensive songs to license next to Happy Birthday. Really? However, Spanish Flea is cheaper to license if you use the lyrics to it. Oh, if you use the lyrics? Yeah, so they use the instrumental version in the dating game for the song that would introduce the Bachelorettes. Yeah. And it became incredibly popular in the 70s, and they wanted to start using it more on TV, Uh and it became super expensive. Oh. So by having Homer sing it, the song went down in price. Which is why Homer is singing along to the song. There's a little Spanish flea, a record star he thought he'd be. Uh, anyway, I uh, and I uh, yeah, so it's a fairly popular song. I uh, it makes great montage music if you're ever looking for a student film and don't want to get you know sued because you're just doing a student film and you're not making any profit. It's great. Uh, so. Ken Brockman is reporting, and uh, he's uh, talking about this, like the riots at this event, and uh, uh, you know, Marge is like, you know, watching the TV, and she's like, "Oh God, I hope that my little boy's okay." And Lisa's just like, "See for yourself." And Bart's like <laughs> swinging back and forth, and Marge is freaking out, and uh, Ken Brockman is like talking about how there were riots at the premiere of Mozart's The Magic Flute, which. I looked up, and I don't think there really were. There were. It was insane, man. Really? Yeah, those fops were going crazy. <laughs> Every historical thing I could find on the event just talked about how it was very successful. Oh, you, you missed all of the mercury-based paint that those fops put on their face. It made them go crazy at that show. <laughs> so I love that uh, uh, Ken Brockman is like, is the answer to ban all music? In this reporter's case, yes. Yes. <laughs> So, Homer and Bart come in. God, Ken Brockman is the whitest white dude that ever whited a white. <laughs> he's he's real white. He's super white. Like, I don't think we've brought this up. But Maximum he, over white. If they're yellow, I mean, he is white. He real white. Cracker piece of shit. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I guess you could use that word. You, you're white. You, it's, it's cool to use that word. Seriously, though, Ken Brockman is just like every old white dude. Loves the bad music because of a music a riot at a concert. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I feel like it's like I uh, I uh, they they do a good job with making Kent Brockman like that like sensationalist kind of like oh my god like look at all this crazy stuff going on when really it's like fear mongering. Yeah, essentially that's all yeah, it is. You know, and so I uh, Bart comes in. He's kind of beaten up. Marge is freaking out, but I uh, I uh, you know Bart's okay, and he says I want to be a rock star, and Marge is like. We'll talk about that later. And she's like, Homer, did you uh, make sure that Millhouse got, or is Millhouse okay? And Homer's like, I'll be right back. And he <laughs> bolts out of the house. We cut to Millhouse buried under all these chairs in the auditorium. Help! His Help. glasses are gone. His jacket's ripped up. Yeah. Millhouse is not a badass. He might have looked badass. Well, he's not a badass. Not a thrill house. He's a thrill ho. <laughs> yes, he is. So, I uh, 
you know, Marge and, and Homer later are talking and, and you know, they've given, you know, Lisa a saxophone. You know, it's it's yeah. only right that they give Bart a guitar if he really wants to play. And, you know, Homer's like, guitar is a waste of money. He's like in the the, the baby's room with Maggie and uh, uh, stuff. And he's like, see, here's a guitar. And he pulls up this like like plastic toy that Maggie has. It's a ukulele, not a guitar. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, but he bonks it around, hits himself in the head with it, and uh, I, I like that Homer proves that it's real by hitting himself in the head with it. That's like <laughs> one of my favorite gags. That's real dumb. It's a real funny uh, uh, sight gag that they use. Him just hit bonking himself on the head with See, it. See, it's real. I, uh, and so they decide to get uh, Bart a guitar. And they give him this shiny red uh, guitar. And, you know, Bart's like, oh, my God, this is great. And Homer's like, you better get real good real fast or pow. And uh, and he then explains to Marge that he's only trying to, you know, encourage the boy. And Bart has this mental image of him on stage with all these women. And he's like, here's my newest song. Me fans are stupid pigs. And everyone's like, yeah. And then it's like him, like cracked out or drunk or something we're not entirely sure it's like him up like laying down with his head over like a mattress he's like bart's got really long spiky hair i love Uh it i love bart as a rock star like adult bart every time we get to see him when he's a drifter or he's a rock star (laughs) it's pretty great right it is and so like or when he's a stripper bang bang bart yeah, bang, bang, Bart. And so the manager comes in. He's like, Bart, you got to go on. And he's like, slag off. And like Milhouse comes in. And he's like, you changed, man. I said slag off. And he like takes the empty bottle and throws it and breaks. And it cuts back to Bart. And he's like, cool. <laughs> I love that every time Bart has a horrible vision, like when he's a drifter or when he's a rock star, he always says cool to cool. it. So... Lisa's really rubbing it in. As Bart tries to practice, she's like jamming out and like Bart's like, quit it. And she's like, just jamming with you. And uh, it cuts to Polly Wally Doodle as Bart tries to play the song outside of waiting for the school bus. And Nelson's like, he's like, Simpson, what are you playing? And Bart's like, Polly Wally Doodle. He's like, well, it sounds Polly Wally -wally crappy. (laughs) Burn. And uh, uh, by the way, Polly Wally Doodle is uh, an old song from 1843, if you were curious. I was curious because I did not look that up. Oh, good. And I never had to play that when I was in band. <laughs> I had to play Hot Cross Buns a lot. Hot Cross Buns. They're so delicious and they're good to eat. <clears throat> anyway. So uh, Bart gets on the bus and and Otto's like you know cherry X uh, uh, Bartman and uh, and Bart's like you know oh, I think it's broken and he's like let me see and he immediately starts like jamming out and everyone loves it he plays Freebird from Leonard Skinner uh, and like the bus is holding it back traffic as Otto like does this little like, impromptu concert and we find out that uh, uh, Otto throughout his high school days only uh, played the guitar. Like, didn't go to school, didn't do anything, but got good at the guitar, but didn't pursue it. Aww. Which is sad. Did you notice something about Bart's guitar? Uh, no. What? It is accurately drawn as a left-handed guitar. Really? hmm And Bart's left-handed? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Good Good on the, the Simpsons for uh, sticking true to that. So, anyway... 
you have Otto playing and uh, Martin finally is like, oh, I'm sure it'll get me a wedgie for my classmates. Uh, you know, I think we're a little late to like getting to school. And this kid jumps out, pulls his underwear up and uh, gives him a wedgie. And uh, Otto is like, oh, man, he's like, you know, we're late. And uh, he's like, all right, like, buckle your seatbelts, kids. And like Lisa's like, there are no seatbelts. He's like, well, then uh, go limp. I love Otto. I really do. Drives through the Springfield tire yard. Uh, there's like just fight, like flaming tires everywhere on the school bus. I, I, I. He bounces over a. Uh, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, he goes uh, uh, speeding through a, like a, by a cliff, and Spinal Tap is like driving, and they're like, "That was a good concert last night." Yeah, yeah, it was. And they they then crash and careen out of the way of the school bus and explode dying. Spinal Tap in the Simpsons universe is dead. No! <laughs> oh, God, it's so funny. Uh, and then uh, they, uh, the, the bus bounces through a, uh, a picnic, a police picnic, and Wiggum is like, did anybody get the name of that or uh, get the license of that uh, uh, school bus? No, no, sorry, no. Sorry, Chief, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> And finally, that's the only picnic that we see the police have. Oh, what's the other one? Because we'll later see the police have the police picnic when the mafia has their own picnic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. I like that the police are such good friends. They play softball together. They <laughs> go to picnics. <laughs> that's kind of neat. Uh, finally, the school bus crashes into the statue of Jebediah Springfield. The bumper goes flying, and it uh, has the sticker on it, How's My Driving? And everyone runs to payphones and starts calling. Right, payphones. Right, so uh, before cell phones, back in the early days of man, uh, phones were found publicly, and you would pay money and uh, uh, be able to call. Make calls. Oh, you mean like those phones I use every time I go to jury duty? Yeah, I guess. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. Are, are those phones they have in prison? Now you're, now you're getting it. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, the ones you have to put the money in to make a call, <laughs> and you only got a couple of minutes. Exactly. I... Don't send me back. <laughs> Don't send me back. Well, you just make sure that you, you be a good boy on this show, and I'll not send you back to jail. <clears throat> so, I... In in Skinner's office with with Lou and Eddie, they're asking for his like license, his license and stuff. And uh, Otto brags. He says fifteen crashes and not a single fatality. That's a good record, man. Uh, for a school bus driver, yeah, not a single fatality. Didn't you hear that? I mean, I guess. How many kids hmm. did you hear died? None. Zero. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Some bus drivers get one crash and they already have a dead kid. Otto's rocking at 15 and no fatalities. (laughs) So they ask for his license, and he says he doesn't have it. He's never gotten one. And Skinner's like, oh, my God. And uh, they're like, you know, uh, or no. And then Otto is like, but if you need to know my name, I have it written down on my underwear. And he, like, looks like he, like, lifts into his pants, and he's like, oh, wait, these aren't mine. And Skinner tells him that. Okay, what is with the name on the underwear? That happens a lot in The Simpsons. It happens in, I think, a lot of cartoons and stuff, like the name on the underwear. I'm not sure what that's in reference to. The only thing I can think is maybe, like, I don't know, for older people it makes sense, like, in a retirement home because you'd have your name on everything. 
because that's you know what you do when you go to a retirement home is at least nowadays you you have to put your name on everything or else they don't know it's yours quote unquote I uh, you know and I'm so take it basically uh, so I'm not sure uh, shout out to uh, uh, anyone uh, who wants to reach out to us on Facebook our Discord you can go to GameZillaMedia.com. Jump onto our Discord from there and absolutely let us know. I'm very curious uh, if that's a thing. And uh, uh, Skinner tells Otto, though, that uh, you know until he can get his own underwear and get his license, he's not going to be able to drive the school bus. And, you know, Otto's like, well, who's going to drive it? And uh, Skinner's like, I drove an all-terrain vehicle in Da Nang. He's like, I think I can handle it. Uh, da Nang is, uh, of course, a city in Vietnam. And Skinner, we know, is in the Vietnam War. Uh, although we've not had too many moments of him bringing up the Vietnam War, have we? We've only had a few so far because we had him in the lottery episode. Oh, yeah, we learned. I think that might have been the episode we learned that he was uh, in Vietnam. So I don't know if it was brought up before. It had to have been at some point, I think. Maybe? Briefly. Yeah, maybe. maybe but but it gets hand. heavier as we go on. <laughs> yes, it does. So Until it ruins the series. <laughs> Until it ruins the freaking series. Yes, it does. How does it ruin the series? How does a, a principal who went to Nam, which is such a great backstory, ruin the series? How? How, Craig? How does it ruin the series? I don't like to think about fan fiction. I don't like to think about it. <clears throat> Bart gets on the school bus the next day. And I, uh, uh, he's like, "Where's Otto?" And Skinner goes, "Otto, that's one palindrome you won't be hearing for a while." Uh, and he then drives everyone to school. It's a palindrome. Ah, it's a word that is the same backwards as it is forward, like taco cat or race car. Indeed, or uh, Otto, mom, <laughs> and that's all I got. So. Uh, we have uh, the kids driving to school, and they're singing Hail to the Bus Driver, and Skinner's kind of getting a kick out of it, and uh, he gets to a cross-section, and like tra- tra- uh, traffic's really terrible, and uh, he's like, oh, could have made that one. Uh, and, like, you know, and Lisa's like, sir, I think you have to be more aggressive, and he's like, oh, one of our fine citizens will let us in at some point, I'm sure. Over at the Springfield DMV, uh, we have uh, <laughs> Penny and Selma, and uh, I think it's uh, uh, Patty is laughing, and she's like, "What? You know, what are you laughing at?" And she's like, uh, "Like, do you remember the time when Homer got his uh, nose caught in the toaster?" And she's like, "Yeah, we'll have to watch the ta- uh, the tape later." <clears throat> watch the tape later. What did I say last episode that they would have a VCR? <sighs> There's just There's no pleasing me. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> just no pleasing you, and you're so. Fucking petty. Yes, Sean, I admit they have a VCR. Or they obtained a VCR only after that last episode, but before this one. There was no proof of that VCR in the last episode, and we didn't see it in their TV setup. That's true. Had to have been. You know what? I bet they were feeling pretty sad about the fact that uh, Selma got rooked by, uh, you know, this con uh, and uh, ex-con, quote-unquote, and... Uh, they need to start building a spank bank. I was going to say that they wanted to treat themselves, but yeah, basically. So anyway, uh, Patty uh, has somebody at her window, and it's Otto. 
And uh, she goes up and she's like, you know, when you, you know, when you do good, I'll use the green <laughs> pen. When you do bad, I'll use the red pen. She's like, any questions? And Otto immediately. Otto is great. I love Otto. <laughs> Otto immediately is like, uh, yeah, uh, you used to be a dude, right? Like, you could tell me. I'm open-minded. And uh, Patty isn't thrilled be you know having him assume that she's transgendered and he she immediately drops the green pen and she's like won't be needing this <laughs> and I uh, Otto takes the test fails and uh, apparently misspelled bus well I mean he did drive and hit every cone <laughs> right <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do right no, I mean, not to the best of my knowledge, but I'm also not a bus driver, so maybe it's different for them. I don't know. You just imagine they're all children and you just. Buh, 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 buh. <laughs> that was a Craig line if ever I heard one. God. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's how I ended up in jail. <laughs> ah, for a crime you didn't commit. Thanks for taking the fall for me, buddy. No problem. <laughs> so I. Uh, Otto isn't thrilled about, you know, what happened. Uh, but I. I. Apparently all day, Skinner in the bus has been like at this intersection. Yeah, he's got a wicked five o'clock shadow. I love that animation chain. <laughs> and like Ralph starts singing the hail to the bus driver song again. And poor Ralph. Skinner immediately is just like, shut up. Oh, poor Ralph. Uh, at poor home. Poor Ralph. Dude. Yeah? Fuck Skinner in that scene. He yelled at the special needs kid. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's That's... That's dark. Like, you wouldn't get away with that in a current TV show. Probably not. Well, maybe. Depends on the show, I guess. Yeah, it depends on the show, but I mean... Uh, Yeah, it was pretty rough. Ralph's pretty special, and... I mean, like... I mean, he moved here from Canada, and they think he's slow, (laughs) eh? (laughs) So, anyway... Uh, Otto goes home, and he finds that some clown padlocked his door, changed his locks, and put up an eviction notice... And his landlord is like, yeah, that was me. And he's like, why? And he's like, you haven't paid your uh, rent in months. And uh, Otto's like, well, can I at least get my stuff? And he's like, all I found in there was a jar of mustard and a couple of old psycho magazines. He's like, wow, I had mustard? (laughs) Which I love. He says it's so good. Uh, also, Psycho Magazines, we referenced, I think, uh, uh, quite a few episodes ago. Uh, they were similar to, like, Mad Magazine. They are like, you know, comic magazine kind of things like Mad. Uh, I believe in the, they started in the 70s. What a weird life Otto lives. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Hi. Uh, Bart is going to the Quickie Mart, though, and he uh, decides to try uh, an experimental flavor of Apu's called Chutney Squishy. That sounds fucking gross. I like chutney, but not in a yeah, not in not a, a freezy sweet, freezy beverage. No, yeah. God no. For those who don't know, chutney is kind of like an in, like a sauce from India, and uh, a lot of the times it is like fruit is put into it, but it's almost more like a pickle yeah. sort of. You know, it's almost like a pickle relish, uh, more relishy, I guess. I uh, but I uh, so Bart goes outside, hucks the squishy into the dumpster, and we find that. It hits Otto. And Bart's like, Otto, you're living in a dumpster? And Otto, you know, as much as he waxes about the, the virtues of dumpster brand dumpsters, uh, Bart convinces him that he can stay in his garage. And Pretty presumptuous, Bart. Maybe you should ask your mother about this. <laughs> well, maybe he will. Maybe. Not really. So at 3 a.m., as the Simpsons are, are doing their thing, 
we have uh 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 well, sleeping, I should say. We have rock music explodes through the house. We have like Maggie's crib bouncing down the hall, and uh, uh, is playing uh, "Hot Rockin'" by Judas Priest. Yeah, he is pretty sweet. And uh, uh, Marge and Homer are like, "What is going on?" They're like immediately pissed. And Bart is like, "You know, Mom, I thought that you would say this, so I took the liberty of recording our conversation." Uh, that we had earlier. And uh, it's like, Bart, he's like, Mom, can Otto stay in our garage? And indefinitely. It's, indefinitely. It's like, he sure can. And Homer's uh, like, Marge, how could you? And Bart's just like, that wasn't me. And he's like, oh, that's what everyone says when they hear their voice on a recording. Is that the same uh, tape recorder from, uh, 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 oh, no, no. I, Bart didn't have a tape recorder in a previous episode, did he? I was thinking of like the because he had the spy camera and then he also had the uh, the ability to use uh, put his voice on radio. Are you mixing Bart up with Kevin McAllister again? I am. My apologies. I uh, so I uh, in the kitchen as as the Simpson family discusses things. I uh, you know Marge is talking to Otto and she's like Otto like why don't you stay with your like parents or whatever? And Otto's like hoo the Admiral and I don't get along. So does Otto's dad like was he in the navy? Is that I'm what he calls assuming. him the admiral? That's why he calls him the admiral. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, and I, I have in my notes is Otto from a military family. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it might be. Uh, and so we have uh, uh, Otto is like, oh no, I know what it is. It's uh, I think Bart is like, please, please, you know, let him let him stay, whatever. Uh, and Otto's like, yeah, I'll like, you know, get a job soon. And uh, and Homer's like, that line didn't work for my dad. It's not going to work for you. Uh, and uh, uh, Marge is like, you know, Homer, you know, remember the Bible, whatever you do to the least of my brothers, you do unto me with his, uh, which is uh, Matthew uh, 25, 31 to 46. And Homer has another Bible verse, though. Thy shall not take moochers into thy hut. Which, that's a Bible verse. Uh, it sounds like one. I'm not going to fact check that. And so... Uh, I think that's an exodus. <laughs> yeah, it sounds right. Uh, and so uh, uh, Bart ple- pleads, and, uh, you know, Homer's like, all right, all right. But I get to treat him like garbage. And Otto's like, wow, what's the catch? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so Otto's staying with the Simpsons. And the very next day on the couch, shirtless, he's watching The Price is Right. Yeah, it looks like it's The Price is Right. And he's like, you know, and it's like, can of corn, 59 cents, ding, 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 ding. And he's like, I sure could go for a can of corn right now. Uh, and Marge is like, Otto, you can't just sit around watching TV all day. And he's like, you know, you're right. I should do some reading. And uh, Sean, did you get the books that he uh, wanted to look for? Do you got anything written from the vampire's point of view? <laughs> he also asked for Where's Waldo. Uh, and also, uh, he wanted to know if they had any books about guys who send in naked pictures of their chicks. What even is that? I think he's thinking about porno. I think he's thinking of Hustler. <laughs> Must be. I, I think that was a segment in Hustler. Oh, God, it probably was. It probably was. I wouldn't be surprised in the least. Uh, Man, amateur porn really paved the way for destroying porn magazines. It really, really did. 
man, Patreon special talk about porno magazines? <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so. Uh, I, I kind of feel bad for anyone who has to listen to that. Magazines? What is this garbage? <laughs> bah! Dial up internet's the only way to go. <laughs> so Marge tells Otto to get a job, and Otto gets kind of upset, and he says that he tried, and you know he, he wasn't able to. It's the only thing he was good at, uh, and he wasn't able to do it. Uh, Otto is is playing music with Bart, and you know Bart's not playing the guitar like Homer would want him to. I. Uh, but Homer comes in and he's like, he's like, will you guys knock it off? He's like, I can't hear myself think. And then as soon as the music stops, he's like, I want some peanuts. And he's like, that's better. <laughs> uh, and so Homer asks Bart. He's like, you know, Bart, he's like, you know, why aren't you playing the guitar I got you? And Bart's like, well, don't get mad. But I stopped playing it when I wasn't good at it. And Homer is proud of his son. Yeah, he's a nice dad in this moment. He Bart learned his lesson. If something's too difficult to, to do, then it's not worth bothering with. You put that guitar in the closet with your shortwave radio, karate uniform, and unicycle, and let's go watch some TV. Which episode did he have a unicycle in? None. He also didn't have a, a shortwave radio either. Well, he kind of did, because his radio transmitter from Radio oh, Bart would have been a shortwave radio transmitter. You're right, so. you're right. That would be. Uh, so yeah, he had no uh, no episode with a unicycle, but the, he did uh, do karate. I remember that. Yeah, and uh, Bart's like, what's on TV? And he's like, it doesn't matter. Aww. Which is, I love that line so much in his tone and his voice. Uh, but things aren't going that well as Otto stays with them. I don't know. I think they're going pretty well. Otto's like, I don't know, reading bedtime stories to the kids and being nice. And using the master bathroom? Yeah. That's weird, right? He comes out in like Homer's robe. Yeah, that's super weird. It's super, super weird. Homer is getting pretty livid. And yeah, you're right. Like Marge defends Otto and says, you know, like, oh, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's you know, not so bad. Like, you know, we he's good with the kids. And uh, it cuts to. This is uh, one of my favorite scenes in the entire episode. <laughs> cuts to uh, Otto and Lisa. And Otto is telling a, a like a, a scary story. And I. Uh, He's like, and the car kept like you know shining its brights, like chasing after. Finally, the woman like pulled up, pulled over, and the car went driving by. And he's like, but what she didn't know is that she tried to. They was he was trying to warn her about the ex wielding maniac in the back seat. And Lisa's like, did he kill her? And he's like, Nash. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to know how I know? She's like. Oh. And he's like, I was that axe-wielding maniac. And she started <laughs> screaming bloody murder. And he's like, oh, hey, uh, calm down. And I uh, love the way he just says, Natch. Natch. <laughs> Killer Natch. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, yeah, it's not working out. Homer has decided to boot out Otto. And, uh, you know, Homer tells, uh, so as he comes in, he's like, hey, Mr. S, he's like, this is not Happy Days, and he's not the Fonz, and he's like, get out of here, you, like, you know, like, you know, what is it, like, miserable no-talent sponge or whatever, yes. and he's like, heavy, and, uh, you know, the next day, so it's seemingly Otto has this one day left, and so, you know, he's, he's you know, got to take the test, right, but he's, this time he's hung over, uh, and Bart tells Otto, he's like, you're the coolest adult I've ever known. 
And Otto's kind of impressed by this. He's never been called an adult before. He's been tried as one, but he's never been called one before. And so, I, you know, as he's uh, preparing for the test and he's like looking at like these, like, you know, this like, uh, uh, like study guide or whatever, he's like, alcohol increases your ability to drive. False. Oh, man. And Bart, like, even though, like, like Otto is like twice his age, three times his age, whatever the case may be. Bart even knows that Otto's an idiot. Good lord. Like, Bart just looks so distraught when he hears that. Uh, and so, uh, you know, outside of the DMV, uh, you know, Otto's like, oh, like, man, he's like, your dad was right. I am a bum. And he's like, he didn't call you a bum. He called you a sponge. And he's like, sponge? Ugh. And he starts, like, hitting the wall and, like, cracking it. And he's like, is this what a sponge would do? And it's like, why was the word Sponge so much worse than that bomb? Dude, do you remember that episode of SpongeBob where he just beat the shit out of a wall? No. That's not something a sponge can do then. Oh. Boom. All right, fair. That's a fair point. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, that's fair. He goes into the DMV with determination, only for Patty to see him and go, well, 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 if it isn't wee willy washout. And Otto's like, I want to take this test again. And she's like, why? And he's like, so I can stable my license over Simpson's fat head. And she's like, really? <laughs> I love the way she acts when he says that. <laughs> and so they start uh, uh, like to, to do the test. And like Otto's hitting all the cones. And Patty's cracking up. So before that, uh-huh. they, he has to take the written test. Oh, and right. So the way the written test scene goes... Mm-hmm. Is she tells him all the answers? She's like C B D A B. Uh huh. Yeah. And I uh, applied for a job once. Yeah. With um, friend of the show and uh, legend of retro person uh, Xander. Yeah, yeah. And he had to give me a test once, and he literally gave me all the answers like that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, I. Uh, uh, as as they're they're riding around in the the lot, uh, we have uh, Patty cracking up, and Otto's like, you know, Homer had a piece of food on his face for three days, and it wasn't little either. It was a chicken wing, <laughs> wing. And so they, he he's like totally bombing the test, and he's like, oh, what was that? As he hits this like cardboard cutout of like a child or something, and uh, uh, Patty's just like, ah, ah, forget about that. Let's go get some margaritas. I'm buying. And we see that Otto has his license. Otto was born on January 18th, 1963, which means that his birthday is one day before this episode of the podcast airs for the first time. Did you catch Otto's last name? Uh, it, yes, it is Man. Yes, Otto Man, which Bart has always called him, is his name. Which is a really kind of a fun little clever uh, thing there. I uh, and I love too the fact that I uh, uh, the uh, the like wind from the fan is blowing in his hair and he looks all like regal and noble. And as they start driving away and seeing yes hail to the bus driver, I uh, or and then Skinner's in the window and he goes yes hail to the bus driver, bus, bus driver, driver man. man. And it's a great ending. Sean, what would you say the lasting impact is? It's the first time somebody moves in with the Simpsons. Yo, Mr. S. <laughs> hey, Roy. 
<laughs> the Royal will be here forever. Yeah, we'll eventually have Apu moving in. Uh, we have uh, quite a lot of characters of The Simpsons come to live with them for a while. I uh, at least two or three popping into my head. So yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a, a continuing uh, gag that they'll use. I uh, now Sean, I have uh, uh, the the thing that the lasting impact to me is that we've learned a dark secret that that kind of blows my mind. Otto was born in 1963. He's 29 years old. <laughs> Otto is. Fucking 29 years old. He is almost 30. And he's like staying on it like, you know, the Simpsons couch because he got evicted from his apartment because he's a bus driver, doesn't have anything else. You know what's weirder than that? The fact that he's 29 years old? I thought Otto was like 22. This is um season three Simpsons. Yeah. Homer's 34. Homer's five years older than Otto. Wait, so some dude five years younger is the guy he let into his house. Yep. That he barely know that he doesn't know, and that his son that is his son's friend who's a bus driver. Yep. His ten year old son. Yep. Also, is it a little weird? And like, th- this is gonna get into weird like infidelity, gross shit. But like. Homer's totally cool, or maybe not totally cool, but Homer's going to let this guy who's just five years younger than his wife just stay, stay, and like hang out with her all day? That seems a little weird, right? Yeah, Homer's secure in his marriage. He knows Marge would never cheat on him. He doesn't learn about it till a clip show. <laughs> all right, that's fair. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's weird. Just, it's, it's, it's super it's weird. Super weird. It is super bizarre. It blows my mind. To me, that's like the lasting impact is just finding out Otto is almost thirty years old. Not that there's anything wrong with being almost thirty. I'm above and beyond. But I fake it. I'm much younger than I look. Eh, like twenty five. Eh, people will buy it. People eh. will buy it, Craig. Just because we met in middle <laughs> school, they'll buy it. They don't listen to every episode. They don't know. That makes sense. Craig got held back like five, six years, ten years. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, Sean, I tell you what, though, what is your uh, favorite quote of the episode? Okay, so my favorite quote, uh, we sort of briefed and glanced over it. Yeah, it's when Spinal Tap is on stage. Hmm. And they blow up the inflated devil. Yes. And it doesn't get blown up all the way. And they go, well, it seems some silly twit didn't get a big enough oxygen pump that's supposed to be a devil. Filled with air, it's very evil and impressive. We salute you, our half-inflated dark lord. Oi. (laughs) Oi. My favorite quote of the episode is when Bart throws the chutney squishy into the dumpster and here's Otto and he's like, Otto, you're living in a dumpster? And he, uh, so he says, Otto, man, you're living in a dumpster? And uh, Otto goes, oh man, I wish dumpster brand trash bits are top of the line. This is just a trash co waste disposal unit.